Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Aiden Doty, and welcome to the Doty Power Half Hour. I'm joined today by my good friend Jake. Hey, what's what's rocking, my fellow corporate elites? I'm Jake. I'm Jake Curtis. So this podcast, uh, this being the first episode, I kind of want to talk about what this podcast is going to be about. Um, nothing. This podcast doesn't have a topic. We don't have things to talk about. It's literally just going to be me, uh, some guests that come in every once in a while, and we're just going to talk about what we want, joke around. Maybe we'll talk about some serious issues at some points, maybe not. It's all in the wind. If you guys have any suggestions that you want us to talk about, reach out in some way or don't. That's also an option. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> I do want to say thank you, Jake, for joining me here today. So I'm not all alone talking on this podcast. Uh, as funny as that idea would be, uh, you would flounder and I would feel guilty. Um, also, I'd like to just add on to the fact that you said reach out or don't. I don't know how you'll reach out. That was a whole lot of speaking with, with not a lot conveyed, but I support it 100%. I think to add on to that, he'll add if there's any ways to reach out. Maybe like a an email or comments in the YouTube videos down below. I don't appreciate you making a fool of me on my own podcast, Jake. Don't cry about it, I guess. Don't be a baby. Being a big old baby. Being a big old baby. All right, I'm gonna take the microphone away from him. Um, so today, something that I'm kind of curious about. It's something that me and Jake have discussed many a time beforehand that is this is an interesting question jake posed this actually to me we went to go see the new batman movie which we're not going to talk about because spoilers eh, maybe we can talk about anyways <laughs> uh and that is what kind of animal do you think that you could take in a fight a one-on-one -on -one fight in like a coliseum style arena i personally said uh, a bear i honest to god think i could take a bear in a flat roman coliseum like arena yeah let me let me let me add to this right here because Aiden's just going straight back into digging himself his hole again but uh on the batman subject i have a lot to say i think if we were to have a conversation it would be spoiler free so we'll see if we feel like it but with the animal conversation i did pose it to him while we were watching previews for the new batman movie which was spectacular and uh yeah he had the audacity to say a brown bear which is a disgustingly cocky thing to say and unbelievable because frankly I, I couldn't see him fighting like a doe like a baby doe nor could i see the rock fighting a bear uh, see i am kind of insulted that you think i can't take a, a bear i mean all you have to do is either like pop them once in the nose get behind them and like jump on their back you just gotta be faster than the bear and the bear is huge like there's no way there's there's no way you can't beat something of that size as if you're faster. Okay. I think the more you talk about this and the more you explain it, the more <laughs> I'm, I'm realizing that you just don't know a lot about bears. I think that's really the problem here. You're like, bears are, they're slow. Bears are, bears are so fast, but they, they run like 30 miles per hour, 35 miles per hour. Like they're insane and they're big. That doesn't, they're not like fat. They're, those mans are like big muscle. Like he'll just, you think that you can punch a bear in the nose and he'll be you'll be he'll just be like oh i can't believe you did that you're so mean well certain types of bears you could do that you you could 
Okay, but you specified a brown bear, like like an absolute Hulk, like the Hulk, but IRL. I mean, a brown bear, grizzly bear, back. Bear. I could take them all, dog. I could. I, I'll be. I'll be Conor McGregor here. I'm taking them all in the fight. Okay. See, now you're backtracking because you were just like, it depends on the bear, and then you're like, actually, any bear. You think you could take a polar bear? A polar bear, dude? Are you kidding me? Those things are endangered. I would absolutely rock their world. Oh my gosh, they're endangered because of of like global pollution, not because of your fists. No, polar bears are endangered because of me. I went to the North Pole. I found every single polar bear I possibly could, and I put them in the ground. I rocked their world. Okay, okay, Kong Fui. Let's uh, let's chill it out a little bit, Mister Number One Superstar. Yeah, well, I think I could take, I'm going to give an honest answer, a genuine answer, and uh, one based in reality, not some crackpot dream I had. Um, I think I could take like a buck, uh, maybe a buck mid-season, horns not fully grown out. You know, like not, not peak season, like his his antlers aren't fully there yet. What's mid-season? I don't understand that, I'll be honest. What, so... I don't even I don't even think you could take like an adolescent doe, like something that doesn't even have antlers or is going to have antlers. I don't think you can even deal with that. The hooves, it's got wonderful hooves. It's going to beat you to a pole. Okay, let me stop you there. You think you can take a bear, but I cannot take a doe. Yeah. No, yeah. That's wild. That is unbelievable that you think you could like I, I I'm like still stuck on whether you underestimate bears or overestimate yourself. And Aiden, let's be honest right here. We aren't that far off body wise. Like we really aren't. Dude, I have had years of experience fighting. I'm not even, I'm not even joking. Like I, how long did it, I think it took me two, two to three years. It took me to get my black belt in Taekwondo at this point i'm just flexing my fight knowledge then it, i spent i want to say like six months doing hop keto i learned a little bit of judo uh which doesn't really help anything but i really think yeah i could body a bear you are <laughs> disgustingly sheltered on this topic i want you to go to minnesota and just look at a bear and i guarantee you you will you will make pee and poo in your pants or you'll just take too cocky and it will absolutely maul you like the like the revenant the movie with leonardo dicaprio when he just got bodied by that bear that would be you except you wouldn't live okay then smart guy how would you beat a deer i i want to hear your explanation for this you also said you had another answer as well you said you had a realistic answer that was my realistic answer first off would be a buck mid-season which when i say mid-season i don't know if you know this but bucks actually grow their antlers seasonally and they shed them in the fall i think the fall but they shed them they fall off their head yes buck's antlers he's given me the most uh for those of you who can't see which is literally everyone in this universe except me at this moment and maybe our dear lord angels gave me a crazy look but yes antlers uh, bucks shed their antlers and they grow them back seasonally so when i said mid-season i'm saying like not peak antlerage like like mid antler ridge because i think i would get skewered if they had like their full rack but yeah no i i and uh the way i would go about this he's looking this up right now so i'll just keep rambling about about my ability to take a buck uh which would probably be the same tactic that Aiden thinks he could use on a bear which would be i would just punch it i would just punch 
the life out of this buck uh, and succeed, unlike Aiden with a bear. Okay, so I just looked this up. So, first off, only certain species of deer shed their antlers yearly. Uh, or Sorry, at all, but most of them do yearly. Second of all, it's kind of nasty. It looks like someone... Actually, no, I'm not going to describe it. That's that, that would be too cruel. But, you see that? Uh, which one am I looking at? It's it, it, those two right there. Yeah, I mean, like, the fact that, like, they have, like, it looks like an open sore. Yeah, it's, like, fleshy on the inside. It's not, like, straight. Yeah, there's, like, stuff in there. Honestly, wait, so you're saying you could take it, the antlers already fallen off? Or when they're starting to grow back? Uh, sorry, I'm a bit confused. I said mid-season, not post-season. So that would mean that I already explained this, but you weren't listening because you were looking it up because you didn't believe me. But I'm sorry to reiterate this, but mid-growth, not full rack. Like not not like, you remember, uh, you ever seen open season with the deer with the giant antlers, like the size of a car? Like not that size, like maybe halfway there, like midpoint. Oh, you're talking about Patrick Warburton, right? The big chunky deer. It's like, hey, I'm going to take you all out. I don't remember. I don't remember open season. Oh, okay. Well, actually, in open season, the guy you're talking about who does like uh, he does Kronk's voice, like hey, yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. He actually has little baby antlers. Actually, in the second season, was when antlers grow, and uh, the Weasley one has enormous antlers the size of a car, and he can't even hold them up. I'm talking like that. Wait, who, who's in open season? Who are the who are the voice actors in open season? Do you know? I'm not the person to ask for that. I do not know names at all. I just remember the antlers and being like, that's crazy. And then they fall off at the end of the season, in the movie, actually. So if you've seen Open Season, you knew the antlers fell off. Yeah, uh, I apologize, but I'm actually uneducated on this front. <laughs> the only time that I saw Open Season, I was at some kid's house when I was in like, what, I was like six or seven or something. There was a kid who lived down the street I went over to his house to play. We were, I remember we were playing on like foam mats. This is completely irrelevant. But I remember the TV was on and it had open season playing on it. And the kid like disappeared a month later. And then three months later, their family moved away. So that's what you get for watching open season. Are you sure they didn't just like leave earlier than you anticipated? Or are you saying like the child went missing and the parents left afterwards? No, the child, like, actually disappeared. Like, they were missing, like, you know, like, milk carton kids? Where, like, on, like, milk cartons and stuff, they would post pictures. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you called them milk carton kids. But, yeah, you know, missing, spe- missing persons, yeah. No, it was actually, like, milk carton kids. Like, they would, it was basically missing posters on m- milk cartons. Yeah, no, I get it. Really? Because I don't think you do. Because why? I don't understand why you're so surprised by this. Okay, we're moving past this. <laughs> All right. Anyways, open season. Not a great movie. Yes or no? <laughs> uh, I would say it's an okay movie. I'd say like, uh, it's in like the same area as like, hoodwinked and over the hedge, which I do think excel over it. But it's okay. Okay. Now hoodwinked. Hoodwinked. I know a lot of people are very iffy on it because I know I know some people who are, aren't a fan of the animation style of Hoodwinked, but Hoodwinked and Over the Hedge both for me were huge. Like they were Over the Hedge at least was I watched that at least what I want to say like thirty times ish, but that's like over the course of 
five years. Actually, no, it might be more than that, actually. Um, I'm saying actually a lot. I just noticed that. I haven't noticed until you said it, so... Actually, most of your words are, like, just flying right over my head. I'm just not even listening. That's what you get for being an engineering major. That makes... I don't... I don't know if I comprehended how that... That didn't, like, fully mesh into what I said. But, no, I get it. No, I get... Like, you're coming at me like that? I... For sure. But going back to the movies, I, uh... I would say they were they were A tier. They were A tier kids movies. I loved them watching up. You know, obviously the animation for Hoodwink has not aged. It's a little uncomfortable, especially with they have eye sockets. That's the big problem. Is that they give them eye sockets like in Jimmy Neutron? I love that. I, maybe that's I say it's just a part of the art style. Yeah, I would say it would be an art style choice because they did not have to put the eye sockets there, but I think they thought they did. Which it did not age well because now you see it and you're like, wow, that looks gross. It looks like deer's antlers that have fallen off postseason and now they got open sores on their heads. Those are the eye sockets. And I think it works very well for a child's cartoon about fairy tales. Okay. On that note, let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's start down this, this rabbit hole you've opened up a little bit. So let's, so what, it, how would you feel, right? Because what you just implied here is that the eyeballs grew outward and then fell off seasonally, leaving a socket behind in their place. Okay, I did not say that. And second off, I don't want to continue down this line of questioning. No, you're not getting the mic back. Um, So this is actually something I am kind of curious. What are some childhood movies that really, that you think shaped you? Either you watched them a lot or they either scared you to death as a child what what it doesn't have to be animated it could be live action but what are some movies as a kid that you really liked uh yeah okay so just to just to clear one thing up because one of the things you one one of the things you said this is i'm actually responding to your but don't shake your head and gasp at me or, or, or scoff at me I, i'm answering your question here is uh you said watched a lot as a kid i was an angry miserable grumpy kid and i hated when people rewatched movies especially around me i got so angry about it i was it just it made me so mad Really? I'm kind of surprised by that. What what about it did you not like? Is it the fact like, oh, we saw this already. Stop. Or is it more just like, did it just irk you? Yeah, it irked me. Uh, I, I haven't really thought deeply into it. I just knew that as a kid, I would just get so mad. I would like white knuckle when I saw people watching movies for like a second or third time. <laughs> and I hated when my family tried to make me rewatch movies, which... They loved to do. My little brother actually watched Tangled like ritualistically, like three times a day, and I, I I wanted to punch him in the head. He was a toddler though, so I wouldn't have gotten away with it. I was like nine, so there was an age gap there. Uh, so anyway, back to the um, <laughs> back to the uh, topic at hand. What were there any movies that really impacted you, or it didn't? Ha- it doesn't have to be something you watched a lot. Uh. Yeah, dang, let me think a little bit. I know I really liked the Transformers movies. Those were amazing. I remember as a kid, uh, impactful in a positive or negative light, actually? Either. Either. Okay, well, I can say the most negatively impactful movie I ever watched was, or just impactful in general, was Coraline. Yes! My, yeah. Sorry, I have a lot to say about this. I'm going to let you go ahead, but I agree with that heavily. Okay, Aiden's excited. I, I don't know if he has a positive or... I think he's negative. It's negative. He, he's giving me a thumbs down. But uh, that's my trauma here, is uh, that movie. I'm going to trauma dump real quick. My mom took me to see Coraline with my stepbrother when we were younger. And uh, 
I was terrified. I was so scared. And I asked her and begged her to leave. And she said, no, we bought tickets. You're going to sit and watch this movie. And she made me sit through and watch this entire movie as I sobbed in fear. And uh, there was a traumatizing moment. And I had fever dreams. Every time I was sick, I would have nightmares about Coraline. And I, I had nightmares for maybe a month and a half afterwards. Oh, my goodness. I... <laughs> Looking back on it, it's very much um, kind of funny in a sense. For you, sorry, it was not because that's, that sounds awful. I feel really lucky then because when I uh, when I first watched Coraline, we didn't, I think we check, checked it out on like the old Netflix, you know, where like they mail the CDs to you. Either that or it was just on TV. Uh I, rem- I remember watching it. It was like my whole family was there for some reason. I don't know if it was around Halloween, uh, but my my like kind of nuclear family. We moved, we moved, we lived very far away from my extended family. Uh, so I don't really remember why they were all there. It doesn't really matter. Anyways, we watched this movie, and every I want to say three minutes, I would run out of the room in fear and like scream. But my parents were like so uh, like annoyed because there are people over that they'd like, get back in the room. No, you're not done. Come watch this movie. Okay, yeah. So I was about to ask, did you, if, if you like would like run out of fear and then like come back like in curiosity? But no, they, they, they like, were they yanking you back in or asking you to come back? Like how forceful was this? Well, I think they yanked me in like once, but most of the time they were asking me to come back in. But at least for me, the way I grew up, it was either you, they ask you and you did it or you didn't listen to them and outcomes like the, I don't want to say the belt because it wasn't a belt, but you know. Yeah, I get, I get the point. Like there was punishment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. doesn't have to be physical, just punishment of some sorts. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it seems like, it seems like that for some reason, parents do not grasp how a movie about people trying to sew buttons into your eyes that look like your parents also that transform into giant needle-like spider people can be maybe a little scary for kids uh maybe lessons to learn there future parents current parents fix up your act that was terrible i would have fever dreams every time i was six uh, for six years i meant after seeing that movie where the father had the body of a donkey and he would chase me and it was wild and terrifying, and I blame it all on my mother. Something really interesting. I saw this. It was like it was on Instagram or Reddit. I don't remember, but somewhere I saw the the writer of the book, the Coraline book. She, I believe it was a she. Yeah, they read it to their kid, um, and. To, to check to see if it was too scary because obviously if they're going to read it to their child and it's not gonna um sorry i'm i'm like brain farting as i'm speaking if they gave it if they read it to their kid and they were okay obviously they're just gonna be like all right cool let's publish it we're done but <laughs> the kid apparently was so scared of the story and then by um like by their parents reading it and writing it too scared to tell their parents. So they were terrified just in general. So they just kind of like, uh, 
sat there paralyzed in bed waiting for them to be done so they could just go "Uh uh-huh uh-huh leave me alone now (laughs) so even the children of the person who wrote it was terrified of it you know you got there you know i I could see you you were struggling a little bit there and you were you had a death grip on the mic i I wanted you to let you recover i did not want to take it from you and and let you stumble but in the future, by the way, at the moment, we have a, I don't even know, this is probably like episode zero, let's even say, not even one, but we have one mic at the moment. So it'll it'll be a little bit more smooth to transition between people talking, there'll be a bit more room for banter. It'll be nice, hopefully. Aiden, Aiden looks forward to it. I look forward to listening to them and maybe dropping by again. Yeah, I would I would really appreciate it if you dropped by again, actually. I, th- I think that would be really nice. Um, yeah, so Coraline... All in all, sucked. Yes, no, 100%. Even though when I got when I was older and uh, the same guy made Paranorman, I think, uh, that was pretty cool. I think it was Paranorman. It was, uh, I think they also made that. Uh, Jamie pulled that up. Oh, you know, never mind. Jamie's, Jamie's, he couldn't be here. Never mind. That was really funny, Jake. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, let's cut that actually. Uh, now that I think about it, let's cut it. Um, out of curiosity, was there any movies as a kid that would positively impact you um not tangled i hate that movie uh and i hate my little brother for watching it uh now actually even just seeing the poster makes me mad i get like angry about it yeah i was an angry kid and it's and it, and it, and it carried over a little bit just in, like things that made me angry as a kid i still get angry about so let me try to think of a positive movie oh my gosh there's this movie i always can never remember the name of bar talk the magnificent or something like that it's an old, and I love I love the old hand-drawn animated movies like The Rescuers or The Secret of Nim, uh, Bartok the Magnificent. Uh, they all have a very specific style. And uh, if you want to watch, like, see, get the vibe. Oh, Ricky Tiki Tavi, I love that too. These are like pretty, like, not super popular movies, but I love them as a kid. They're like, yeah, I think that's my favorite. See, the only one that I recognize out of all of that was the rescuers i don't know what do you say bartok the magnificent um nim sorry i know you you've talked to me about this before raiders of nim you said secret of nim i (laughs) i've only seen the rescuers really in passing it's kind of similar to the way i saw open season it would just be on in the background at some kid's house yeah, no, I would I would highly recommend it. I would say out of all of the ones I named, I'd say it's probably the most. Uh, actually, no. If I'm being honest, it's not the most mid. Ricky Tiki Tavi's the most mid, but I like it a lot more than all the other ones just because of it has such an interesting tone. I, I I implore you if you are listening to this, like look up some clips of Ricky Tiki Tavi. The voice acting is so against the theme it has. It's about a mongoose, and he's killing these snakes that are inside of this home of this boy he's like taking care of or something like that not really it's like he lives in the he lives in their garden and it's super the music is just uh i don't even know the word to use it like an acid trip it's 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 terrifying the visuals are amazing the voice acting is just crazy and it's an it's an old movie i think it's from like the 60s but it's it's an amazing movie i really implore it i implore you to watch it this actually makes me think of it, it's kind of an older animated uh, film. It was originally meant for kids, I believe. I may be wrong. Don't trust me on this. It was, I believe, it was either made earlier or around the same time. It was a movie about a dog hunting a rabbit, 
and it was extremely, extremely gory. Like, it would tear the rabbit up. It would have, like, snarling, big snarling fangs. There was blood everywhere. It was disgusting. And I think it was made as a kid's film. And I don't know why just those kind of movies make me think of that. Yeah, Ricky Tiki Tavi wasn't like that. Ricky Tiki Ricky Tiki Tavi is for all age groups actually. I think the most gory it shows is uh um I think Ricky Tiki Tavi kills one of the kills one of the Oh, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Please watch Ricky Tiki Tavi. It's amazing. The movie's like 50 years old, dude. I think we're well past spoilers at this point. No one's seen it though. Like no one has seen Ricky Tiki Tavi. I feel like I feel like just like giving any plot points is a spoiler. It's an amazing movie. Just look up clips. <laughs> Um, see, I was trying to, uh, think of an answer for my own question this whole time. And I kind of still can't even think of it. Um, there were some Lilo and Stitch for me, like older kind of Disney movies where some of the films that I really gravitated towards, uh, Lion King and Mulan and Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch was huge in our household because my, my little sister would watch it all the time. Especially the, uh, I think it was either the second or the third one. There was there was one Lilo and Stitch movie called Leroy and Stitch. And that was awesome. That movie was the best thing in the world. It was very much the, uh, it was like the Avengers, but for all the monsters that, uh, what was the guy's name? The the big uh, guy, a lot of eyes. I say, I say this movie was really impactful for me and I can't remember one of the main characters' names. Uh, I don't know who you're thinking of, but I can't comment on the order it comes in chronologically. It goes in, there's Lilo and Stitch, there's Lilo and Glitch, I think there's like Tapeover or something like that, yes. which is the second one where where Gl- S- L- Lilo and Stitch? Oh my gosh, I forgot his name for it. I almost said Snitch. Loose lips, sink sips, no snitches. Um, but Stitch is like glitching out, and then the TV series takes place, which I loved as a kid. And that's where, like, they save a bunch of the monsters and they all live in their town. And then Leroy and Stitch, there's, like, an army of Leroys, which are, like, red stitches. And they all go for Stitch. And, he, and, he ha- and Stitch, Stitch gets a lady at the end, actually. Pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty romantic. It's a, it's a, it was a, that was, that was an impactful scene for me. But uh, he's looking at movies right now. Let's see what he has to say. Yeah, I'm trying to find the name of this guy. The guy who made all of the uh, little, mo- I think it's Jumba, Jumba, or Jumba. Oh, you mean the mad scientist who made Stitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I remember Dr. Hamsterville. He'd go, he goes, Stitch, Dr. Hamsterville. And so that's how he talks. He's like the evil scientist. Yeah. Well, the one that I always remember was Pleakley. You know, the, the Cyclops guy? The assist, Was he an assistant? Or No, he was a, a guard from like the Galactic Senate or police force or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like... I liked his I liked his representation. He was, he was a very flamboyant character, which I liked. He was very um, unqualified for his job, I think, because when they went to Earth uh, in the movie, I remember there was like mosquitoes and stuff, and he would freak out about the mosquitoes, and that just echoes in the halls of ineptitude that Pleakley was not good for his job. <laughs> I don't know if I if I if I if I went to an alien planet and I learned about a single bug that would shove like a needle into your body and was responsible of giving a disease that killed like majority of the most intelligent species there. I I don't know. I, I poop my pants too. 
Well, I think if you were working for a police force for the galaxy, the galaxy where there are millions of planets, probably more, don't quote me on that, I would think you've kind of seen it all at that point. So if you go to Earth and you see some little bug that sucks your blood, I, I wouldn't expect someone with that kind of vast knowledge of the universe to freak out over such a small kind of deadly uh, organism. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I can vibe with that. But I, but, I, I, but I freak out when I get mosquitoes, like, and I live here, you know? Like, there's mosquitoes around me. I'm like, I want this to stop. Like, this is ruining my entire day trip. My camping trip is ruined. I mean, I kind of get that. I don't freak out around uh, mosquitoes. But, like, bees I understand, but I'm allergic to bees. Uh, so, I, was Pleakley... Was he was he allergic to mosquitoes? I don't know. Aren't we all allergic to mosquitoes? That's why like their spit makes you like I don't know because like I've gotten stung by bees maybe like four times in my life, but the mosquito bites like I can't even count like just the quantity of them and they make me itch. They're horrible. I hate mosquito bites and I hate mosquitoes way more than bees. I think you can kind of stand mosquito bites after a while though. Like you do the little X with your fingernail on the bites and bee stings, or at least for me, bee stings lasted like a whole month. Just one beast. I've only been stung once, dude. That's that screwed me up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have much more to say on the topic other than that. I think mosquito bites are way worse than bees. All right, leave us your thoughts down in the comment section below, uh, or wherever I'm gonna put. Maybe you guys will get feedback. Maybe not. I don't know. Email me, message, Bearcast Media, anything. Well. I'm going to call it there for that episode. We just hit the 30-minute mark. Uh, I want to thank Jake for being on the show. I really appreciate you coming on the first episode or the zero episode, whatever this ends up being. Um, yeah, I had a really great time. Yeah, this was fun. This was enjoyable. Hopefully, uh, episode zero, you know, the pilot, see how it goes. A little bit more scuff than it than it may be in the future. You know, I look forward to seeing how your... How your uh, your endeavors progress and seeing, seeing how things evolve. Thank you very much. Um, make sure to like the podcast and follow us on Spotify. I believe this is airing out or wherever you find your podcast. My name has been Aiden Doty. This has been the Doty power half hour. Thank you for listening.